welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking back up with New Morning Mercies, so Tori's just going to take it from here. Yes, you guys, let's do it. Today's devotional says this, God justifies the ungodly. This means there really is hope for people like us. I wish I could say that all my actions are godly, but they're not. I wish I could say that I always live with God's kingdom in view, but I don't. I wish I could say that all my responses to the people in my life are motivated by love for God and for them, but they're not. I wish awe of God was the principal motivation for all I do, but often it isn't. I wish I could say that I love God's glory more than my own, but there are still moments when I live as a glory thief. I wish I could say that selfishness and greed are in my rearview mirror, but there's evidence that they're not. I wish I could say that I have a heart of pure submission, but sadly there are times when I want my own way. I wish I could say that I always exhibit the fruit of the Spirit, but there are times when I don't. I wish I could say that I always live inside the wisdom boundaries of God's Word, but there are times when I foolishly think I'm smarter than God. I wish I could say that materialism doesn't kidnap my heart anymore, but there are still times when it does. I wish I could say that I always rest in God's control, but there are times when I want to be in charge. I wish I could say that there are never times when I am irritated or impatient, but I still struggle with both on occasion. I wish I could say that the worship of God rules my heart unchallenged, but the truth is that idolatry still nips at me. I wish I could say that I always rest in the righteousness of Christ, but there are still times when I give way to the pride of parading my so-called righteousness before others. I wish I could say that the great spiritual battle is over for me, but there is clear and regular evidence that it is not. All this means that I value justifying grace. I celebrate that in Christ, God found a way to be just and the justifier of the ungodly. I am daily thankful for the perfect life of Jesus. I am thankful that he subjected himself to the temptations of this fallen world. I am thankful that on the cross he took my stripes and carried my guilt and shame. I am thankful that he took the Father's rejection. I am thankful that he burst out of that tomb conquering death. I am thankful that his righteousness is attributed to my account. I am thankful that he fulfilled the law and satisfied the Father's anger. I still celebrate the fact that I have been granted full, complete, and unending acceptance. I celebrate justifying grace because I am still unable to stand before God based on my own righteousness. I still fall short of his glory. So I am so very thankful that justifying grace ensures that I will forever be accepted as one of his righteous ones, even though I still don't measure up. Yes, today I have a reason to again be thankful for justifying grace. Amen. Amen. I love that. It reminds me of that famous quote that's, um, we are more sinful than we could ever fathom, but we are also more loved than we could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. And I think I just want to kind of open up and talk about something real quick. I know you know, if you guys listen daily, um, you hear me talk a lot about my faults and the things I struggle with. And there's a reason I do that. It's because it points me back to his grace. Mm -hmm. 
Because I know if I get hopped up on my own self and my own quote unquote goodness, my own quote unquote righteousness and good deeds and stuff like that, I start to receive less of his grace and more of my own manufactured like acceptance that I'm trying to, I'm trying to earn God's acceptance. Mm -hmm. And so that's a lot of the reason why I share the way I do is because whenever Tori's reading and I do self reflection, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's me too. I do let materialism get to my head. I do let it, uh, steal my, my affection from God. Yeah. And I see different things in me, and I think it's so important to make sure that we we give ourselves that sober look, mm-hmm. because not not because the first half of that quote, which is we're more sinful than we could ever fathom, yeah. but because the second half mm-hmm. that even though in our sin we are more loved than we yeah. could ever imagine, mm-hmm. and that that love changes you. It's like what Tori talked about yesterday. It's it's a transforming grace. Mm-hmm. Whenever you feel unlovable and yet God still loves you, mm-hmm. that will transform you. And I know you all know that, mm-hmm. but are you receiving that? Mm-hmm. Are you saying, God, that today I was ugly? Today I said some stuff, God, but thank you that you love me. Yeah. Thank you that your love will literally push the burdens off of my back that I'm carrying. Mm-hmm. It'll knock shame off of my face. It'll carry me whenever I can't walk on my own. Your grace will do things for me that I could never earn on my own, Lord. Mm-hmm. That was poetic. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's just this yeah. mentality of not to hate on ourselves and just say, oh, I'm the worst ever. Blah, blah, blah. God loves me. Yeah. And even though there are times I do slip up, he loves me. And again, there's just something that happens there that's so special that when I stand before God, no matter what blood I have on my hands or what dirt I have under my fingernails, I am justified because he justified me. I'm going to do my best not to cry. (laughs) Telling you guys, (laughs) pregnancy hormones and talking about Jesus Oh, I just literally feel like I want to cry every single Mm -hmm. time. Um, But I feel like as I was reading this, it was every single line I felt like I wanted to say, same. Yeah. Same. Mm -hmm. Same. Struggled with that. Yep. Been there. Yep. Still struggling with that one. Still struggle with that on a daily basis. And I think that, you know, having an author like Paul David Tripp, I think it's so easy to think that other people don't struggle with stuff, right? Like, oh, well, that's an amazing, godly Christian man. He is an author. He is a pastor. And I think it's so easy to put certain people on pedestals and think that they might not struggle with the same things that you struggle with. Um, But for me, it was really cool to see him kind of lay out all of these things and me feel that sense of same, like same. I've totally Mm -hmm. struggled with that. And wow, we serve the same God who loves us in spite of all of these things that we fall short of so regularly, right? Like so regularly, I don't think in a godly way or I don't speak in a godly way or I don't pursue things in a godly way. And it's that beautiful picture of God saying, but I still love you. Mm -hmm. Will you run to me? Will you recognize and I think also just the the end of it where it's like I have a reason to be thankful today like no matter what you might be going through and we know that some of you guys are walking through incredible hardship and grief we know that 
Um, we, we see your DMs. We see your comments. We've been praying over you guys. But there is always, always, no matter what you're going through, there is this to be thankful for. His grace is something to be thankful for. The fact that Jesus died to justify you before the Father is something that we should literally be praising him for all day long for the rest of eternity. And so I think if you are struggling to manufacture something in your life that you are grateful for in this moment, it does not have to be a circumstance that you are grateful for. It is this that you can thank God for today. It is him. It is his presence. It is his grace. It is his justification. It is his, it's the fact that he washes you clean and he loves you. Like no matter what else is going on in your life, this is something you can cling to today. Yeah. It makes me think of that verse. um, His grace is sufficient for you. And I looked up the definition of sufficient and from the like the Latin root text, it means meeting the need of. Yeah. And so whenever you hear my grace is sufficient for you, mm-hmm. his grace will meet your needs. Right. And I know that we think that we need manufactured materials sometimes or people or a circumstance mm-hmm. or a destination to meet the needs of. But God's grace actually meets our needs mm-hmm. um, and boil down in like the current Western definition. His grace is enough. It's enough for us. So good. Want to pray something out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we're so grateful for you. We're so thankful for your grace today. Father, I pray that we would just sit in that, that we would be in awe of you, that we would bring this awe and thankfulness into our life on a daily basis, that we would bring it into our everyday mundane, that small tasks we would have a different perspective on because we know that Every single thing that we do and every single thought that we think can glorify you or it cannot, Father. And I pray that you would help us through the power of your Holy Spirit have that eternal perspective. We thank you that we get to wash dishes. We thank you that we have a roof over our head, a home to take care of, family to love, to hold, to hug. Father, we have so much to be grateful for. Would you open our eyes to these things today that we wouldn't be so focused on our lack, but we would be so filled with thankfulness that we recognize that we are living in abundance because of you. We love you, Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Arrivederci.